to the book of, let's go back, let's go back to the book of 2 Timothy. Let's go back to the book of 2 Timothy. I'm not going to read it all. Amen. I'm not going to read it all. We were, our morning scripture was 2 Timothy, um, the first chapter, verses 1 through 6. Amen. However, we just want to deal with verse number 5 here today. Let's look at verse number 5. Amen. Verse number 5. And verse number 5 just simply, just simply says, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also the faith, the unfeigned faith that is in thee, don't miss it, which dwelt first in thy grandmother, Lois, and thy mother, Eunice. Very familiar passage of scripture. I want to talk to us briefly today from the subject matter. Thank God for mothers. Thank God for mothers. I guess every year on Mother's Day, of course, I don't preach the same message, (laughs) but each Mother's Day I start uh, the introduction off the saying by saying that we understand that sociologists, psychologists, psychiatrists, law enforcement officers, educators and social workers are reminding us repeatedly of the importance of the home, the influence of the home for good or bad has been the subject of many books, countless articles and innumerable speeches. And while the family unit is made up of a man a woman, and children. We all know that the woman is at the center and the lives of others are good to the degree to which the woman takes her calling seriously, making their welfare her major concern. And although the mothers of yesterday face some problems that are practically non-existent today. The modern mother faces problems undreamed of a short time ago. Never have Satan leveled such outrageous attacks against motherhood as what we find today. Every day there are an average of over 5,000 abortions in America. And even when babies are born, we discover that we live in a world where children are having children. The courts are full today with couples who have a different interpretation of what a family unit consists of 
as they fight for the right to raise children. And meanwhile, the mothers who try to remain faithful to marriage and family in a traditional way have to fight every obstacle under the sun. And you know, these things happen because Satan hates mothers. I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news here today, but the devil, Satan, he hates mothers. And there's only one reason that Satan hates mothers so much. It's because God the Almighty loves and blesses the special nature and character of every precious mother. He he endows her with a faith that is unknown in practically any other walk in life. Motherhood is one of the highest and uh, noblest expressions of faith known to mankind. What are the characteristics of a mother's faith? Mothers, they have a sincere faith. Mothers have a stable faith. Mothers have a stirring faith. Can I talk about that here today? Because it's right here in our text. And I'm not going to talk about it long. I said they have a sincere faith. They have a stable faith. And they have a stirring faith. For when I look at the text and he says that I remember the genuine faith of your mother, Eunice, your grandmother, Lois, had the same sort of faith. And I'm sure he says to young man, Timothy, that you have it as well. Give you a little background. The Bible speaks of how Paul and uh, Barnabas visited the southern Galatia on their first missionary journey. And in one of those cities, a city by the name of Lystra, Paul had pronounced a crippled man to be healed in the name of Christ. And they nearly made sacrifices to him as a God. But later they drug him out and stoned him, leaving him for dead. But thank be to God, God raised him back up and God helped him recover. And despite all that, Paul left a thriving church in that city. And he made acquaintance with an older woman and her daughter. The names was Lois and Eunice. And he was impressed with the profound faith of these two noble women. Then in his second missionary journey, Paul and Silas went back through Lystra and they convinced Eunice's son, Timothy. And Timothy became one of the greatest men of God who ever carried the gospel. 
Paul claimed that this was possible because of the unfeigned faith of Timothy's mother and grandmother. Oh, y'all need to understand you're not where you're at. Uh oh. Because you're so educated, you're not where you're at because of how much money you make. But I hear the song that says, Somebody pray for me. Somebody had me on their mind. Paul claimed that this was possible because of the unfeigned faith of Timothy's mother and grandmother. You got to understand when you you see the word unfeigned, it just simply means genuine. It just simply means sincere. You see, a Christian mother, a Christian mother is equipped with a sincere faith. How do you know that, Pastor? Well, first of all, they have the, this ability. Let me add this amazing ability to rise in the night and look after their young. They have this tremendous ability to never run out of patience to look after their children. Even when sometimes the father uh, give up on the kid, the father have a totally different attitude. I want you to know mothers have a sincere faith because a Christian mother would never run out on their children. A sincere faith mother is a mother that never loses faith that God will watch over her household. Thank God for the faith of mothers. Thank God for the sincere faith. Can I just talk to y'all for just a few moments? Because when I look at When I look at a sincere faith, how many of you all know that a sincere faith is also a stable faith? When we say stable, that means it's strong, it's firm, it's it's sturdy. I like one definition that said that it's bomb proof. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, somebody got some bomb-proof faith. Because if you didn't have it, you would have given up long time ago. You would have lost your mind by now. You might have perhaps killed one of your kids, but you had bomb. Oh, come on here. You had bomb-proof faith. I need you to understand. Yeah. That after a sincere faith and a stable faith, you have to notice that even though Lois was a woman of great faith, she trusted God. She believed God. She didn't doubt God. Yeah, Lois was a woman of great faith. But I noticed something. She was able to pass it on to her daughter, Eunice. In other words, 
If Lois's faith had been that of a woman who was wishy-washy or flighty of mind or heart, she could never have brought up her daughter in faith. But because Lois's faith was stable, it didn't fade and flow with the tide. It stayed strong and faithful through every trial and through every tribulation. How many of y'all know God to give you a faith that will stand strong, stable, and firm when you go through the trials of life? God made it so stable that it lasted long enough to impart it to future generations. Thank God for the faith of mothers that will last for generations. When I look back at the faith of my mother uh, and how she believed God, it was 10 of us. Some of y'all struggling with one child. Some of y'all about to lose your mind with two child children. Some of y'all want to crash your car with three children. My mother had 10 of us, two sets of twins. Father was the only one providing for the household. But can I tell you, thank God for a mother's faith. Many times I've seen her pray, God stretch this dinner. And God is the only person that I know that could take two chickens and feed all of us. And we were full because of a mother's faith. Because how many of y'all know that when you have, when you have a faith, a stable faith, when you have a sincere faith, It can't help but to cause you to have a stirring faith. But when you look at the sixth verse, you notice that finally the faith of Lois and Eunice was deposited in young Timothy. You know, not every godly mother's son become a preacher or a missionary. However, every godly mother's son will rise up and say, the faith of my mother, it stirs my soul. Just reflect back over your life. Many of you all I know have precious memories of the time that you were able to see your mother pray. They may not become bishops. They may not become superintendents. They may not become pastors. Oh, but when they look back, they can say the faith of my mother, it stirs my soul. Because how many of you all know, and I don't care what nobody say, nobody can pray like a mother can. I'm going to say that again. Nobody can pray like a mother can. Nobody can stir the heart of God like a mother can. A son, a daughter is stirred into faith and action by his or her mother. 
And that's the reason why you got to be careful where you go. You got to be careful what you do. Children got to see you praying. Children got to see you praising and worshiping God. The Bible says you got to train them up in the way that they should go. And when they get all what they will not depart from it. Nowhere did I read in that scripture where it said that they would not go astray. But I dare you to put it on the inside of them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I dare you to put it on the inside of them. The Bible says that they would not depart from it. And so Paul told Timothy that he was sure that Timothy's inherited faith would allow him to fan into flames the gift God had given to him. Oh, y'all didn't know it's right there. (laughs) That gift that's inside of you that was given by your almighty God. Uh, Don't fool yourself. (laughs) Don't fool yourself. Somebody had to pray for you. And Paul said, now here's what I want you to do, Timothy. I want you to stop that gift. You've had the example of your mother. You had the example of your grandmother. That don't do nothing else but cause you to stir up the gift that's inside of you. And that stirring is founded by the stirring faith of faithful mothers. Somebody here, I'm almost finished. You can say, Pastor, you're right today. I thank God for my mother and the mothers in my family. Thank God for the church mothers. We come up in the time when I came up, not only did your mother raise you, but the church mamas had a hand in it. Mama didn't have to get you. That church mother would get you. Back when I was coming up, wasn't too long ago, but it don't take long for generations to change. But when I was coming up, the church mama could get you. The church mama could snatch that gum out of your mouth. Y'all ain't going to talk back here to me. The, the, the church mother could tell you to sit down or I'm going to get you. You better not say nothing to nobody's kids nowadays, though. My God, you tell the little kid to sit down. The little kid go get their mother. The mother will come back with a knife almost right in the middle of service. But the mothers were able to correct us, to reprove us. I heard somebody say it took a village to raise the family. Thank God for our church mothers. And I want you to model the faith of your mother. And if you can't model the faith of your mother, model the faith of a church mother. Hallelujah. Model their faith. Because God will make the faith of the mother available to anyone. Any mother will tell you, try the God that I try. Any mother will tell you he's a way maker. They'll tell you he's a healer. They'll tell you if you just trust him and never doubt that surely God will bring you out. They'll tell you he'll put food on your table. They'll tell you he'll be the supplier of every one of your needs. 
take courage and take advantage. When you have mothers and church mothers, my God, that can implant into your life. God, help us to take advantage. And then we need to pray for strength for every mother. We're living in a day, mothers need strength nowadays. Mothers not only have to be mothers, some of you have had to be school teachers. You don't even have teaching credentials. During this pandemic, your kid has been at home. You've had to kind of do double duty. We pray that God will strengthen you, that God will uphold you, that God, my God, I was reading somewhere, it was, it was kind of comical, but they showed one of these mothers that had two kids at home during this pandemic, and they had to put the mother on timeout. They had to put the mother on timeout, not the kids. The kids put the mother on timeout because she just couldn't handle it no more. But today we say we pray for every mother that God would give you strength, that God would give you courage, that God would give you holy boldness to trust him and never doubt and know that God, he's going to bring you out. I pray for your strength as you pray for that wayward son and that wayward daughter that God will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding and that you won't have to walk the floor at night worrying about what's going on, worrying about when not the phone is going to ring after midnight. But I pray your strength. I pray God would increase your faith to know that God never sleeps. God never slumbers. And since God is going to be up all night, you might as well get you some sleep. Let's pray for the mothers. Let's pray for the mothers. Just because God blesses mothers doesn't mean that Satan doesn't attack them. Doesn't mean they got to cry sometime. Doesn't mean that they become confused sometime and disturbed in their spirit. Ah, on the contrary, sometimes a mother's difficulties are great. Sometimes her struggles are hard. The mountains become hard to climb, but pray for her that God will measurably increase his grace toward her. It is my prayer for every mother today as I close that God's grace be sufficient in your life and that God strengthens and that God will uphold you because we know the task becomes great. Somebody said, but preacher, uh, I'm a mother. I have many struggles. Uh, hold on to the promises of God because the promises of God are yea and amen. And if God said it, you better believe it because that settles it. If God says he's going to bring them out, get ready. You start dancing. Dance on credit. Dance until God bring them out. Dance to God, save them, sanctify them, and fill them with the Holy Ghost, and that they begin to fulfill God's purpose in their life. Never lose sight of the fact that God makes you to be someone very special. Every mother on here, you're special. I want to tell you, you're special. God has gifted you. You are somebody. 
take hold of him. Cling to him. He'll never let you down. And I know it's the testimony, and I'm closing now, the book, of every mother on here. If you clothe and in your right mind, I see you got clothes on, but I want to make sure you're in your right mind. And any mother that's in their right mind would have to declare that God is a faithful God. He's been faithful down through the years. God was faithful when I wasn't faithful to him. He's been faithful uh, through everything I've been through. He's a loving God. He's a kind God. He's a compassionate God. He's a merciful God. And thank God that he's God down through one generation all the way to another. When I remember, when I call to my memory, the strong, sturdy faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And I am persuaded that it's also in you. I feel like Paul now. I feel like Paul now. I am persuaded that it's inside of you. It's inside of you. And I tell you, as Paul told Timothy, it's time now. Stop that gift that is inside of you. That text says, and Paul laid hands on him. We're in this pandemic. You are where you're at, and I'm where I'm at. But everybody point your hand towards the screen. Because I lay my hand on you. That you stop the gift that's in you. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir up the gift that's inside of you. Mothers, be encouraged. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. This is a very emotional day for some. Very emotional day, and it's understood. Nobody like to lose their mother. And let me encourage you all that those that still have your mother around, God is just trying to give you another opportunity to share some more love. Call your mother. Call your mother. If you got to call her every day, you need to call her because there's going to be a time you're going to want to pick up the phone, and you're not going to be able to pick that telephone up. And you know what I've discovered? It don't matter how long mama's been gone. It just seemed like it was yesterday. I'm going to say it again. It just seems like it was just yesterday. But for those of us whose mothers have now transitioned into, into the presence of the almighty God, thanks be to God, we have this hope. Thank God for the faith he puts inside of us to believe God even when we can't see it. That one of these days, and it's not going to be long now, beloved, we'll meet again. I said, we're going to meet again. Thank God for the faith of our mothers, of our grandmothers, of our church mothers. Thank God for their stable 
firm and strong faith. And then I thank God for the faithfulness of the almighty God. Every eye closed, every head bowed. In the midst of the struggle, in the midst of trying to raise kids, it was rough. You heard it. We've heard two or three testimonies talking about that it was nobody but God. I know your testimony here today is that God has been faithful. He's a faithful God. Great 